Welcome, welcome, one and all, to episode 9 of Beers and Spears, World of Saluna. We join our friends, who at this point have been through quite a lot. Last week, um, our friends been had gone through some shenanigans, like acting like they're homeless in the park, uh, to just plain preparing for a party. Um, we had a run-in with our dear friend Opalin's younger brother, Killis, uh, who admitted to being a guard to his own father. Um, the rest of our party may have been tricked by him, believing that he does in fact love his sister, but our friend Caliver was able to catch one phrase that may have been possibly fatal in the future. If Caliver chooses to share that with his friends, then they traveled over to the gorge in Ulia and prepared for a party thrown by Violet Mask, the owner of the club herself. They ran into friends like Alvish, uh, uh, the owner of the Lotus uh, Spa and Salon, and the other shop owners. Um, the party was for an announcement from Violet Mask which everybody thought was going to be that she was with another person, but turns out she is pregnant and keeping it. To everybody's surprise, during this party, a fight broke out. A wizard and his apprentice attacked the club and summoned some beings that really should not have been there. Luckily, our heroes were there to fight back and defend their honor and get their names out even a little bit more in Morganthi. This week, our, we start with our heroes waiting at the airship port to head over to the capital of Morganthi. because hello, it is going to my heroes <laughs> hello hello, hello. Um, as we know last week we went through quite a bit of stuff uh, between Rainer, Avaran, and Caliver um, joking some people out of money trying to pretend they're homeless and it worked what do you mean we performed <laughs> legitimate you know we we gave yeah. them service of songs, and they gave us money. Yeah, God, and then you acted like you were homeless. Yeah, and I didn't force anyone to give me anything. No, you we did not. Were. You did not. You did not force we anybody. Um, they inferred but, on us. We never said we were homeless. Uh, then... yeah, we never said we were homeless. <laughs> we just happened to look homeless, and, you know, it's their assumptions. Absolutely. 100% these people are at fault for giving you money for thinking you're homeless. Yes. Um, But... Then, you guys went to the bumping club of Morganthi's uh, border city, Ulia, the Gorge. 
Um, Violet Mask announced that she is pregnant to the surprise of both Opalin and Alvish and everybody else. <laughs> um, and that she was keeping it. And then a fight broke out um, with Caliver on the DJ stand, um, able to support his teammates in full. Um, you guys defeated the wizard and his apprentice and every beast that they summoned. Um, and you guys wake up at the tavern. Uh, and you have about an hour before you have to be at the airship port to get to uh, the capital. What would you guys like to do? I feel so that... Rainer will be tempted to go get breakfast. <laughs> awesome. So you go. I downstairs. think Riona will. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just making sure he went down. Like that's what he wanted to do, and then I'll go on to somebody else. Yes, I would like to go downstairs. <laughs> okay, cool, awesome. <laughs> uh, Riona, what would you like to do? Sorry, I was excited. I'm no, so you're excited okay. to get into the session today. <laughs> um, after, I think, after the night she had, and she's finally, you know, sobered up, she has taken some time to kind of collect herself, finally, you know, do her morning prayers again, and kind of have a heart-to-heart -heart with herself there for a moment, because she was a little... Uh, not so Riona lately. So uh, after she's kind of back together, I think she does a slight outfit change. She does add her turtleneck back to her wardrobe to kind of give herself that uh, bit of uh, Helen and modesty. Okay. She said goodbye to there for a hot minute. Um, and I think she heads downstairs to maybe find some Grog or this so-called coffee awesome. she's so heard you, about. So you meet Rainer downstairs. Um, yes. Caliver, what are you up to this morning in the Parado Palladium? The ball is tonight, right? The ball is tonight. Um, but you have been up all night working on your outfit. Okay. Uh, and it is now the morning. I have a, a clear mission. I still need to find the most expensive thing I can find. That you can buy? No. Fine. Buy. However I get it. Um. Okay. Uh. I mean, you're in Morganthi. There's a lot of expensive things. Um. I think I just go... I mean, maybe I'll tell, like, Rainers, like, Rainer, uh, I have a plan, but I need the most expensive thing we can find. So I'm going to go take a look. If anybody asks where I am, that's where it is. Just wherever the most expensive thing is where I'll be. That, uh, that's not very descriptive. How, how are we going to find you? <laughs> All right, I'm off. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Caliber, you go off to go find the most expensive thing you can find. And Opalin, we come to you in your room. Travis, having woken you up and gotten you coffee and food. You went through a lot yesterday. You found out that Violet is pregnant. You also found out 
that you're being put into an arranged betrothal. You saw your brother. What is going through Opalyn's mind at this moment? So, Opalyn is going through a lot. She's probably, like, just sitting on the edge of her bed. Or, the food's probably not touched just yet. And, uh... <laughs> she's trying to just, like, clear her mind. She knows that today's an important day. You know, show must go on and all that. So she's probably just, like, running her hand through her hair, like, getting any tangles out that might have developed over the night. And she's just gonna look over at Travis and just say, Hey, Travis? Yes, milady. I was wondering... Would you like to accompany me to the ball tonight? Uh, you see he... looks down at his feet for a second, and... Um... You, you it, can it, say no, I'm not going to force you. You can tell he's at, like, he's, like, without even, like, an insight check, you can tell he's, he's running over every possibility that could happen doing this. Uh, he is blushing. Uh, he looks at you and he goes, Uh, it would be my honor. Um, I don't... I don't see a better person to have on my arm at a gala. Aw, Travis, that's so sweet. But, first... Um, Lady Noctley and uh, Sir Kaivaya left this at your doorstep this morning. Um, and he hands you two medallions and a note. Opalyn looks between the two medallions and, like, looks at the note, and then looks at the uh, Travis, and takes a note, and just, like, slowly opens it to read it. Yeah. Uh, inside it says, um, dear, dearest friends, though we honor you in our hearts as those close to us and have become, you have become very special in our hearts, there are matters outside of this quest that we must deal with, and if we are plagued with this quest and becoming gods, we cannot finish them. So take these, choose who in your heart is the most earnest to take them, and we shall see you in the afterlife. Kaivalya and Nakli. Opalyn uh, sits in silence for a moment and then 
she will take the medallions and she will hold on to them. Okay. And then she will uh, take her uh, cappuccino and she will head downstairs to join the others. Awesome. Uh, you get downstairs and Riona and Rainer are sitting at the bar. Um, what do you do? Uh, she's going to look around. She's going to sit down at the bar. And then she's going to ask where Caliver is and Averin. Uh, I do not know about the uh, about Averin, but Caliver went out to do some last minutes to shopping. Hmm. Sure he is. I was going to say, I don't think he really shops. He more so finds. Mm-hmm. If that's he what you want to believe. He went out to look for the most expensive thing he can find. So I think mm. that's kind of shopping. <laughs> shopping is one word it's, for it. It's shopping back home. I have some news. Oh. And... Opalyn is, it... is going to take out the letter and she's just going to read it out loud. So that now everybody knows that Kai and Noctley have left. Oh. It is a shame that we have that they have departed from our party, but it seems that they have some personal matters to attend to. I think Rihanna just kind of rubs her face and says, I... I hate that I didn't get to know them as well as I could have, but I understand the need to fulfill something personal that um, requires more than what you want from yourself or for yourself. I hope we find them in passing. If we're able to. But they would want us to continue on. They left and their medallions. They want us to. Oh, they want us to find new hosts. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well. That's going to be a uh, definitely a feat, but challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find. A, I mean, you guys picked me, so well, I trust I mean, your judgment. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure we can find someone to help us out along the way. Right. I mean, we're just we're just getting started too. I mean, we've only been in Farius, and definitely not the greatest of characters there. But we are meant to go to a party today so uh, yeah people to meet there I'm guessing sure I mean I there's gonna be what 
a few hundred thousands of people. God, that's no. a lot. <laughs> I do not know. I've never been. Um, the biggest Opalin has been to one of these things. Opalin, give me a history check. Oh boy, oh boy, I get to roll my dice, yay. <laughs> I wish I could read these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that you said history, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so that was a sixteen. Rolled a twelve plus um, four. Sixteen. You know that galas are reserved to the people of the highest society, so there probably won't be more than probably four hundred people at the gala. Events like this are reserved for only the highest of high society. We're looking at, like, a max 400. That can still be considered quite a lot of people. <laughs> is, is it? That's so many small... people. Is it? So many. <laughs> oh, God. And... This is almost considered, like, an intimate affair with the size of this. An intimate? How? <laughs> it's only 400. I mean, I guess it'd be proportional. I, I, how many people are... Uh, 400 out of how many are in Morganthi? <laughs> Probably tens of thousands, which is not even a number I think I comprehend. Because, I mean... The amount of people I'm used to in a space that tight would maybe fill this bar. Well, if nothing else, it's exciting to meet. We will be meeting your family, correct, Opalyn? This Your dad's hosting all this? Well, daddy's part of the council, so of course he's going to be there. And we should talk to him as he is part of the council. <laughs> that is true. We need to meet a council member. Actually, now that we mention our mission, Rainer's going to pull out the the paper to check his our progress in Morganathy. Yeah. Um, you see a check is starting, but it's not super far. Um, you think, like, Rainer thinks that, like, this gala probably will boost it. Okay. Quite a bit. Gotcha. Because um, right now we're still, like... You only, you only look at Rainer's, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, Riona's definitely going to pull hers out and actually take a look at it since she hasn't had a need to yet. Yeah. So she's uh, going to actually look at it and study actually, it. Wait, Rain Rainer also has Opalins. 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 <laughs> Rainer will open Opalins as well, yeah. Uh, you see Opalin has four full checks. Okay. Two next to Farius and two next to Morganthi. All right. So somehow Opalin is known all over Morganthi. Gotcha. She is a princess. That yeah. makes. Um, Riona, you, your checks are full from Farius. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You only started in Farius. And you started at the end of their journey in Farius. So that piques your interest as to. 
how well known you are across your country. I think Riona's um, definitely surprised to see it all the way full. She knows she's done some traveling, been to some cities, but the fact that it's so full and complete, it's like, oh, I think she's a little surprised. Yeah. Um, as you guys are looking at the uh, the task list, uh, your little foxy friend Avaran comes down the stairs, pitter-pattering away. Uh, and kind of uh, curls up, like, or stands or sits by the uh, bottom of Opalyn's stool. Opalyn will reach down and pat Avarin's head. Avarin does the, the foot thing that dogs do when they're happy. <laughs> so cute. Um... Yeah, so while you guys are sitting there and you're eating your morning food and drinking coffee and stuff like that, um, Travis does, uh, he kind of, like, sits there and he's like, just so you go, you know, um, I have had all of your outfits sent to the, um, to the tavern you will be, st or, sorry, not tavern, to the hotel you will be staying out at for the gala. Um, and we have to be at the airship port in about 45 minutes. Um, okay. In order to make it on time. That's okay, it. Travis, then we don't have time to wait. We have to go get your outfit. Uh, you see that he has the sudden realization he has to not be in armor. And like, actually be in, like, a high-society event that isn't just him guarding someone. Uh, he's like, yeah, oh, yes, um, you're, you're right. Uh, perhaps, um, well, this, this is your field of expertise, Miss Opalin, so... I trust whatever you pick out. I think Rihanna's going to speak up and say, Hey, Travis, you gave me some support whenever I had to take my armor off. You'll do just as good. I know you will. You can protect without it. Thank you, Miss Rihanna. It's not the... It's not the loss of armor that I... I feel awkward about it is the scrutiny of eyes. No, I, I get that. But hey, you're not alone in this. You're not just a guard. You're our friend. And I understand in my way. So I don't like having eyes on me either. I'm used to being a shield or a sword. So I I get it. But Open will do her best. I mean, she dealt me up pretty well. Yes. So um, I, Madam I think you'll do Madam does right. know what she's doing. Uh, I just, I hope I don't make a fool of her for inviting me. You will be fine. If I didn't trust in you, 
I would not have asked. That means the world. So... You have my consent to pick whatever you deem acceptable. Um, I, um, I'm sorry, this is new, and you probably know that I've been around for a while. Uh, where do we start? Uh, the more Travis, like, kind of hesitates and speaks, the bigger the grin on Opaline's face gets. Um. Uh, she is just gonna, like, giddily just grab Travis's hand and, like, just start, like, running. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> you see, uh, how, how tall is Opalin? Opalin is five foot six. Oh, you see this, like, six-foot-one man stumbling, being pulled by this five-six woman? Uh, and Opalyn and Travis are out of view. Um, is there anything you guys would like to do, or, uh, are you just going to wait to go to the air airship port? So, Rainers actually wants to go and track down caliber so he's gonna quickly uh finish his meal uh grab a, a cup of water dump it on the ground and then head off to look for caliber um, i think Rihanna's gonna go with him because she doesn't know what else to do with herself and oh. she's gonna be left alone uh but she's also going to follow rainer to ask him why he just dumped a cup of water on the floor <laughs> While they're doing that, Avarin comes up and starts licking the water off the floor. As you do. Uh, so, what was that? Why? Are, that was. That was that even considered rude. Why? It's to show my faith in the gods. I respect it. But a little more elaboration? <laughs> I re my the gift I received from the goddess who chose me for our venture uh, gave me a large collection of stories to for me to decipher and learn from. It's her book, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Correct. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Which is one of the reasons I didn't want to give it to Grudy. <laughs> and he will not get it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but. Me pouring out the cup of water on the morning every morning is to show that I trust the gods that more will be provided in the future. That no matter what happens, they are still watching over us. That's really sweet. Um, lessons. Rainer, as you explain this to Riona, give me. Give me an insight check. Insight. Alright. 14? Um. Yeah, as you're looking at Riona explaining this, you feel the... <laughs> 
you feel the same energy as the person who you saved back home. I just feel like internally, I, it's not like I feel like their presence around. You don't feel their presence around. You just feel a similar energy. Okay. And take inspiration for that reasoning. Thank you. Uh, why you as, as the water. Rainer is feeling that, he puts his hand on his book to really feel it deeply. And then we're off to track a ghost. <laughs> yes! And as they walk off, Brianna's like, you know, I would love to talk to you about this sometime when we have time. Uh, because I feel like since I came here, I've struggled with trying to fit in. And so I was not really myself yesterday. I feel like I was trying to be more like Oakland and friends. And that's not who I am. And this morning, during my prayers, I definitely heard a voice remind me that that's not what I need to be. So I thank you. I completely understand. It's <laughs> This is very different to my country as well. So it is quite an adjustment to get used to how <laughs> things are done and the gala and all that. We don't have that where I'm from either. <laughs> hey, you were at my country. You know how we were. So <laughs> I think we can stick together and feel this fancy Plus, we're going to be nice. at a gala of 400 people, 400 strangers, so we're going to have... That's terrifying. I think we'll have plenty <laughs> of time to talk and support each other during that endeavor. Definitely. Let's, uh, let's try not to split up too much. Um, Speaking of like which... Always doing that, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. But uh, let's try to find our uh, ghostly friend so we can get back together. If yep. you both would so kindly give me intelligence checks. Intelligence? You can do a flat intelligence check, or you can do survival or nature. Ooh, okay. Survival, come on. Ooh, uh, ten? Ten. I'm going to do survival as well. Okay. 17. 17. Uh, Riona, you think this is an expensive place. It must have artifacts. Probably one of the most expensive things you can have is an artifact. Probably the most, the place you can find the most expensive thing known is a museum. Oh no. <laughs> Hey, hey, Rainer. Mm -hmm. do, do you think? No, no. There's no thinking involved. We need to go to the museum. The museum. He's... Yeah, because the most expensive thing is going to be something priceless. Oh, Caliber. <laughs> yeah. We did make a good chunk of money too, so <laughs> you might be there haggling as we speak. So. Let's rush over. <laughs> he is a ghost. I think he can just take it. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, yeah, you guys head over to the museum uh, and are walking around. Caliber, where do our friends find you? Um, so I don't know what the layout of this museum is. Uh, but, like, I think to Caliber, what the most expensive thing would be would be music-related. Okay. 
So I might be like looking at like really old like instruments or drums. Yeah, there's like an art history uh wing that includes like musical arts. Uh so they have like um yeah, they have like Before musical artifacts. Museum, I, did, I did totally just dress up like a uh, some some like art history appreciator or something you see at an art gala. Like, okay. I, like the glasses, the beret. Very hipster. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm just kind of like floating through the aisles. Yeah, you're like the it's only f you're like the only floating hipster there. So it's but, like it's like super extra. Like yeah, so your friends are able to pinpoint you purely because you're floating. Uh, yeah, you guys run into Caliver in the music, uh, section, the musical arts section of the art history wing of the museum. Caliver, how are you? Hi, Rainer. Um, so I see you found me. Uh, yeah, we thought that it seems that you have locked in some priceless items. <laughs> What's more, uh... You guys don't think I'm going to steal this stuff, Art, do you? No, but we, we might have, Gull. We are limited on time, I must remind I swear I was you. just going to borrow it. That's that's not how... I don't think that's how it works here. Um, Can I, like, roll perception or insight? And see yeah. What the most expensive thing here would be. Yep, give me a perception check. Okay. Actually, I don't know how D&D Beyond's going to roll. Let's see if it's fast or slow. Oops, well, okay. Well, let me break out the real dice. I'll use the, whatever roll it is, but... Going forward, real dice, I guess. Ooh, my dice tower, too. Oh. Uh, 13 plus 7 is the 20. A 20? Yeah, you see... A very old, like, lute and lyre, and they're both made out of pure gold. We like things that are made out of gold. Like, why can't it just be, like, like made out of, like, macaroni, like some kids, like, are kissing? You know you asked for the most, you, you were looking for something expensive, right? Macaroni yeah. tends not to be expensive. Entirely, but... Gold's so gauche. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I've always preferred silver. Uh, but... Still... Uh... Yeah, I uh, mean, if you... Maybe... You know, maybe... maybe... They won't let me take the whole loot, but maybe they'll let me take, like, I don't know. Do you think they noticed that the strings went missing? I think they would. <laughs> I don't know. Would they? Like, what if I replaced them? Wait, DM, how, how secure is this thing? Is it like a glass? Oh, it's thing? out in the open. Oh, it's just out in the open. Mm -hmm. Can I do a perception check to see if there's any guards around? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I... <laughs> I swear, you know, it, unless anybody notices, uh, we're returning. <laughs> Cal, I, I honestly think we should maybe go somewhere else to pick up 
whatever you want to pick up. Well, okay, I need... I was a seven, need, so need, she's not saying I anything. I a good impression at this bottle. And to do so, I... like, we have to, like, look like we belong. That just means having the most expensive things, so, apparently. I can so... understand that, but I don't think taking a priceless artifact... I'm not taking the whole artifact, just, you know, parts of it. I think ruining a historical artifact is worse. I, I've changed many a string out of loot, so I think I know how to take them. And, you know, Oliver, has... Are you going to just leave it, like, empty with no strings, or...? No, I got some backup strings. I was going to say, could you maybe disguise one of your own strings as gold? But it wouldn't be worth as much. No, I'm saying as a no, no, I don't... Uh, replacement. No. If you need, if you if you feel so driven to do this, which I don't advise. Why would I stop? At least be strength? smart. Why would I just like make a replica? You know what? Maybe I'll make one out of macaroni. If really show up these snobs. Real if hard. you I, want, like, you if... should make the statement that you want. You you should go with what represents you, not what they what they expect of you. Yes, because you are supposed to make your own statement here. I mean, if they're to know who we are to become their future gods, then we need to show them who we are, not to be what they expect of us. Exactly. So maybe there is a better way to go about... I'm liking the macaroni uh, angle. I have to be honest. I, I really like the macaroni. You. The little tuning things on the top to be just like, you know, full-on noodles. Like, they make like round noodles now. I think That's so. You know, we there's probably a pasta shop or some kind of grocer. If you were to make like a replica of this car, guitar or uh, uh, loot, I, I got to know how it sounds. <laughs> do you, do you I really? am not I musical. Think... I I'm not entirely sure. But you know, we do have a ship to catch, so I'm sure You're we right. could no be making it. I grab the guitar. Oh my god. You grab it, uh, give me I a... I What does that do? No! Um... I distract creature, uh, uh, causing creatures of my choice that I can see within range and can hear me making a noise must make a wisdom saving throw. Any creature... Uh, that fails has disadvantage on perception checks. Okay, um, and what is your save? Uh, it is 16. Uh, the range is 60 feet. Okay, um... And the duration is a minute. Okay, so... Only one of the guards in the area passed. I want to impress them so much that they actually just let me walk off with this. My god. <laughs> That's a failure. That's a failure. One of them sees you. Oh, fuck. Well, they should all be seeing me. It's just whether or not they care. Uh, well, I'm doing perception checks to see if they see what you're doing. Um, only one of them sees what you're doing. Cool. Uh, he's going to walk over and be like, hey, what are you doing? You're not supposed to touch these things. I just need to know how it sounds. You're like, not. I listen to this, and I want to like play him, like a little song right there. Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. 
persuasion or performance? You know what? I will allow performance. But still with the disadvantage? But still with the disadvantage. Okay. Oh, right. I gotta do physical dice, because... Okay, 16 plus 11, or 15 plus 11, so... 26. Fucking Christ. Uh, 11? Oh, he, he looks at you and is I'm like... One thing I do. <laughs> he looks at you and is like, you know, man... It's a stupid fucking loot. Just, I shouldn't say this, but... Fucking take it. I'm not gonna say anything. Oh my god, really? Oh my god. <laughs> I swear to god, I'll bring it back. No. Don't. <laughs> We'll, no. get a, we'll get another one. Don't. It's you guys not... just have more? Yeah. <laughs> what, you got a broom closet at this time? Yeah. Wow. Wait, what, Wait, can I go what there? is this specifically? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Sir, if there are more things like this that you just have on hand, would we be able to see them? We oh. are special guests of the king, after all. The king? Yes, the king. What king? Gwenafi. Oh, you're talking about the... <sighs> yeah, if I could tell you my plan, uh, Sir Guard, I Cal know this, so I'd look really good at the ball tonight. Okay, Callus is the king of Aquina. He's not the king of Morganthi. His reach does not govern here. Well, see, we are not familiar with your country as of yet. As you can see, oh, well, I guess you can't see. We are oh, the ones chosen for the great. Yes, we were chosen for the Great Awakening, and we are trying to learn more about your culture and your country. So we decided to come in, and our friend wanted to honor the country by playing a beautiful artifact. And oh, if you so have others like it, he's yeah. very famous. Give me uh, a... Hi, I'm Caliber. I'm very famous. I feel like I shouldn't have to say that. Uh, give me... Riona, give me a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, 19 plus 6, so a 25. Fucking Christ! Can you guys roll <laughs> bad, please? <laughs> Never. Um, <laughs> shit! Oh he looks at you guys and is like, look, I can't show you the stash... Just please take the thing and leave. Uh, you, you know, know what? Rainer's gonna just that. Rainer's gonna try and shepherd Riona and Cal out out of the museum. <laughs> He's like, "All right, he said okay." The best Let's thing you can do when you got a yes is to just take it and walk go. off. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We appreciate yeah, it. Don't mention. No, really, back. no, really, don't mention it and don't bring it back. Just leave. <laughs> We're gone. Never here. Thanks, curse. Nah. Rainer is questioning how this country is run. <laughs> I hate that. You, can somebody, one of you give me a perception check? Sure. I can. <laughs> is it sunlight? There is sunlight. It's daytime. really good, Derek, if it's sunlight. There's, there's, it's daytime. I got a confident eight. I got 22. <laughs> I got a net one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rainer, five and a one. Rainer, you're squinting so hard that your ears aren't working. Um, oh. And uh, 
Caliver, you hear the guy just go, I gotta fucking quit this job, man. Oh, what a dude. I'll take him as a roadie if, he, if he's looking for work and I find out later. You lost your other roadie. <laughs> um, and you guys... Wait, how expensive does this 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 loot guitar look? It's made of gold. The, the, it's a win. Come on. The loot is the loot is like worth three thousand gold. Is that a lot? Damn. That's a enough. lot. It's enough. Guys, is this more than we have in Travis's money? bank account? Do you think I should you know, deposit into Travis's bank account? Oh my god. No. <laughs> we, we Why did you take it? You're just gonna give it away. Um, as oh, I you. I needed this. As you guys are walking back towards the Parado Palladium, um, you guys cross paths with Opalin and Travis. Uh, Travis carrying, like, six bags of things that they've bought. Hey, Travis, you look, um, richer today. Uh, dang. What does that mean? I mean, you know, he looks like he has more wealth. Did I look unwealthy before? You can't call someone poor. Opalin gives uh, Caliber just like a weird look. Oh, and Opalin, then... check this out. I want to show Opalin the guitar. Oh my no! god. No! <laughs> uh, what the actual fuck? You, Opalin, give me a, another history roll uh, <laughs> with advantage. Oh god. All right. Hold on. I'm going to get the dice that I can read better. <laughs> really turn on a light. I wish I had a light to turn on. I almost don't need advantage because that was a flat 18 and I haven't even added my bonus. Oh. I needed that advantage. Okay. What did you get? <laughs> that second one was in that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so 18 plus 4, 22. Uh, you know this as the um, loot of Lyris. The loot of Lyris is a, uh, it's a magical item that was used by a hero that split the, uh, split Aquina from the mainland. Play a sick riff on it. God. Caliber. Put that back where you found it. Oh no, 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 it was a gift. Put that back where you found it. Neighborly. That's not a gift. This is it a gift. A gift. Guy, and the guy gave it to me, right? Yeah, <laughs> I must agree with Caliber. Uh, Oakland is sure. going to uh, dig through one of the many bags that uh, Travis <laughs> is carrying, and she pulls out a pair of sunglasses and hands it to Rainer. Oh, Rainer. When you wear these sunglasses, you now no longer have disadvantage in the sun. <gasps> Rainer is touched. <laughs> um, Do you know what these are? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just like you. Uh, uh, Opalin, like, kind of opens it up and, like, sets them on Rainer's face for him. Oh is this God, better? I see... Yes! I can see your face! <laughs> um... You look very nice tonight. Opalyn, carrying on that 22, you also know the museum does not put the actual artifact out on the floor. 
over. Put that back where you found it. No. We are not friends. It was a gift. Oh, Blin, I don't think he's allowed back in there. <laughs> I, uh, of I mean, course he wouldn't be. We were shooed away. And it was given by... Finally! Where shoot is away. Avran? Avran's with them. Okay. <laughs> um, We must be off. It's time for us to catch yes. our flight. Um, uh, Travis is just like, oh, yes, Um, we have about 15 minutes to get to the airship port. Uh, How far is that? It's, it's about a 10-minute walk. Then we should probably move now. Yes, we do not want to be late. Um, His Majesty will not be happy if Opalyn is late for the gala. And he starts, like, speed walking. Opalyn follows after him at her normal pace. What's a gala? The ball. Come on, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys get to the airship port in about, like, ten minutes. You have five minutes before your flight to the capital. Um, and Is there a pre-check? There is not. Um, uh, anyone on these, these flying And things? you see... There's some suspicious people around. Uh, you see giants. They almost look like ships that go on the sea. Um, but they are lifted by magic and are flying off into the sky. Uh, Travis kind of heard you guys towards the one going to Velerin. Um, and is like, uh, quickly, um, we have, uh, first class, um, flights, uh, and we, um, must be seated and buckled in before we can go. And also, it's about a two-hour flight, so we'll be up in the sky for about two hours. Do, do I have to wear a seatbelt? Yes. Is it for my safety? Yes. Alright, Travis, now tell me this. Um, what happens if I don't wear a seatbelt? Ghost, so honestly, I don't know. <laughs> that is a good question. Um, Caliver, you may be the one loophole to the seatbelt rule. Okay. Um, um, but I'd say, because I care about your safety, please wear it anyway. For you, Travis. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and he kind of, like, sits down and buckles himself in, um, and, um, uh, and you guys take off. Uh, it's about a two-hour flight to Velerin. Um, if you guys would like, we can time skip to the capital. Um, if you guys have things you would like to talk about, um, those conversations are more than welcome to be had. Um, it is completely up to you all. I would are there say... other passengers? There are. There are. The first class is very spaced out. Um, it's like plots of six seats. And usually first class people, uh, people that get first class, um, have multiple friends that they travel with. Um, so you guys are all in seats together, and Travis is kind of like across the aisle in a, in a section with, like, five giggling teenage girls. And he's just, like, looking over towards you guys, ignoring the girls, because he has to keep eyes on Opalyn. 
Is there Not like, like a, a stewardess? Yeah, there are uh, there are attendants walking up and down the aisles, offering like snacks and drink. Oakland will get a glass of wine. Yes, uh, you are a frequent flyer on this um, this airship uh, airline, Daddy. <laughs> And they have your wine stocked at all times. Because um, even though despite the museum cannot be reached by your father's touch, these air, air uh, these airships can. Um, so they have your glass of wine prepared for you. Um, they, Travis gets a water. Um, and you all may get ex- whatever you would like. Would like some uncooked pasta. They get it for you. Just got so wildly uncomfortable. Rainer's <laughs> just playing with his new gift of glasses, just taking them off and on, witnessing the majesty, the magi- ma- magic. Rainer, you're gonna give yourself a headache if you keep doing that. But I can see. <laughs> yes, yeah, so keep them on so you can continue seeing. How does this work? Uh, colored Rainer, lenses? This is obviously a gift of God. But you look so cool right now. Thank you, Caliber. You do as well. I'm impressed. I never knew that they made things like that. I... The opposite nice. place goggles. Yes! Sayla's gonna be stunned when she sees me walk in now. Oh, that's right. So you're going to wear them to the gala? Will they match yes, your outfit? Of course. I, I assume Opaline gave this to me to spruce me up for the gala. Only well, makes sense. Um, as you guys are sitting there, you do hear a familiar voice in the uh, seat plot behind you. Uh, Sela and um, Alvish and Oblin's other friends are in the plot behind you. But haven't noticed you guys are there yet. Slut. Bitch. I didn't know you were on this flight. Of course we are. It's the last flight to get there. You think I'm going to be early? You're right. I hope your daddy doesn't get upset with you if you're late. Wait, who am I talking about? You. Your dad doesn't get upset with you at all. Yeah. Your mom, on the other hand. We don't talk about that. She's kind of a bitch. I know. So I have heard a little tidbit about your um, arranged boothing. That's not going to happen, but do go on. <laughs> I heard his name. I, well, so he's a sea elf. Um. And he's a paladin. And his name is Adeline. Adeline? Adeline. I heard no. I heard he used to like go around the world and like do all this amazing stuff, but then his dad was like, I'm king now, so you have to come back. I hear he's hot, though. 
I mean, of course, he, if I'm being betrothed to him, I mean, not that I'm going to go through with it, obviously, but, you know, uh, she's going to be hot. She snickers and looks at Alvish. I heard your mom considered Aldoon. No. <laughs> and Alvish is like, oh, come on, my brother's not that bad. Okay, who am I kidding? He is that bad. But, like, you don't got to make fun of him in front of my face. <laughs> you do. Um, Riona, were you saying oh no out loud? She was kind of whispering it, yeah. Give so Opalin, you're sitting next to Riona Opalin. Give me a perception check to see if you heard that. All right. I have a plus seven to perception. Oh, no. <laughs> and that was a 14. She definitely heard it. <laughs> Uh yeah, you definitely <laughs> caught yeah. you definitely caught the the small nose and oh nose that were under her breath. You can say them out loud. You're good. Really, I'm not. You are. Open. I trained with him. Trained with who? The higher. I don't even want to say his name. Oh my god. I'm not gonna- ew, no. I know, you can't. You, I, you really can't. I really won't. Mommy can try, but like, fuck that. No, you do not understand. He is- he's- <laughs> You can say it. She rubs her hand over her face, and she said, He and I... were rivals. Oh, I thought you were about to say that you were exes. Ew. <laughs> I mean, that's not entirely wrong either. Oh. 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 What a fun... Yeah, no. You... <laughs> now I really can't... As as you're going, oh, you just hear Travis go, oh. <laughs> no, it's it's not what anyone thinks. A fun thinks. relationship dynamic. It definitely was not fun. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Oplin is, like, kind of gonna take Riona's hands in her own and, like, give them a little squeeze. Just be like, it's gonna be okay. I know, I... I'm not gonna marry him. I'm gonna tell my mother to go fuck herself. It's just what he did. It's just nothing to do well. Do, do you want to talk about it? I want to warn... You and whoever may be involved with him about this. Uh, to keep it short, he you and I were rivals. You don't say anything you don't want to. I know. We were rivals in school. He was jealous because I was paired with the one regent who has never taken a training before. And... He wanted so badly to be chosen because the rumor was, was that he was considering someone from our class and he was mad that I was picked. And then since then, he and I were at each other's throats when it came to training. We, he always tried to one up me and I always tried to one up him because 
well, I just don't lose a challenge. It's unheard of. I mean, I, I mean, I'm okay with losing, but only fairly. He was never there. But when he was pulled away, I thought that'd be the last I saw of him. Until it wasn't. It was a few years later. I was traveling on one of the missions. We were, you know, just doing some of our missionary work and, you know, doing some stuff for hire in different cities around Farius. And there he was. And he was different. He was kind. He seemed to actually help people. And I spoke to him. And I thought maybe all those years of bad blood were gone because we were kids. Until one thing led to another after a few drinks. And I thought, you know, maybe things were different. I spent the whole morning with him after. I come back the next day, bef you know, before he's supposed to leave to send him off and maybe find out where he was going to maybe send a letter, send a crow. I don't know what I was thinking, but he was engaged to Oakland. Ew. I. I was the other woman. For just a night. I and never... It wasn't intentional. Like, of course you wouldn't have had you known. But... Of course not. And that... a scumbag. Who so, didn't tell you. He's always been a scumbag. That's why when she said his name... Yeah. But, I mean, we all have dirty laundry like that, you know? I mean... Just, I just have a feeling that he's trying to worm himself back into somewhere he shouldn't be. Because I'm pretty sure whoever he was engaged to was someone of higher stature. He's going to try to find power. And that's just not going to get it from me. I know. But... I don't Oblin want anyone is still else. holding Riona's hands. Like she, oh. she had not let go. <laughs> and she's squeezing back because she's just like, God, I don't like opening up. But she also doesn't want Oplin or anyone near that situation to fall to him. She's like, look, I this thing that happened years ago, but make sure the word gets out. And if you some for some reason see him ruin him for me pleasure but yeah hopefully none of my dirty laundry will follow us any further especially when my date is right behind us <laughs> um as you say that uh Alvish kind of sits up and is like, well, that just spurs me to be even more of a gentleman than I already am to you. I have no doubt about that. 
men. And play... that's the end of the sentence. Just men. <laughs> men play tricks and dece deceit, deceive people. And I don't understand why. Especially someone of your stature. I... All I can say is I am lucky to be on your arm tonight. And you are. <laughs> well, I am honored to have you go with me. We're going to have a great evening. And nothing of the past is going to root for any of us and tonight. If so be it, I have no problem demanding satisfaction in your honor. Oh. I will uh, keep that in mind. Hopefully it won't be needed, though. Well, if Opalin gets to him first, then I am not needed, but... <laughs> well, I mean, we do have our party here. We do stick together. I mean, I would... Uh, someone looks at any of these fine people the wrong way. I will not hesitate. Yes. Um, well, I... We still have about 20 minutes of this fight left, but I will see you tonight. Yes, tonight. Um, and you guys spend, like, the next 20 minutes chit-chatting, uh, and the, um, if you all would so like to, give me a perception check out the windows of the airship. Come on, plus seven. Without disadvantage, take that, son. I got a seven! Uh, I have got... That's Eight. an 18 with my plus 7. Oh, 17 for me. Uh, a 17? Yeah. And uh, what for you, Rainer? 17 was Rainer. Oh, okay. So both Caliber and Rainer got a 17. Team. 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 Te oh, team. Uh, and Riona? Uh, 7. 7? Uh, Riona's kind of in her brain. Um, so, uh, Opalin, you're used to, uh, to Velerin. Uh, Rainer and Caliver, you see a gigantic city with crystalline, shining buildings, all of different colors, with a giant, almost castle-like structure in the center. Um, nothing here looks as if somebody lives in squalor. Everything is beautiful. You can see the carriages going across the cobblestone streets, all the people running about. And you see, written in the sky says, welcome champions in the clouds above the Capitol building. 
as you guys lower, everybody sees a crowd gathering on the docks outside the window. It seems that everybody in Velerin was awaiting the arrival of the Champions of the Awakening. As you all walk out, you hear person after person yelling Opalin's name. Girls screaming like they want to be Opalin. Men trying to get her attention as if for Opalin to choose them, to be the lucky one to be chosen by her. There is a carriage waiting for you at the end of this roped-off section. Travelus, Travelus, wow. Travis walks up ahead and opens the door for all of you to let you in. As you Opalin guys... does that, like, presidential wave oh, like <laughs> and she the... walks through. <laughs> like the Princess Diaries wave when she's in the yep. parade. Uh-huh. Um, as you all get into the carriage and Travis closes the door, you take off. It's about a 20-minute drive until you pull up uh, at the, ta- the hotel you're staying at. It's not a tavern. It is. It looks nothing like any other tavern you'd stayed in. It has a small bar. It is not a total bar downstairs. But it is about three stories high. And you walk up and there is a high elf waiting behind the desk saying, Oh, um, the champions, you are here. Um, your room is ready. You have the uh, penthouse. Um, uh, Madam Opalin, your father has set up for you to have the best house in the, or the best room in the building. You will have a full staff um, and uh, he, uh, Lord Callus said that he cannot wait to meet all of you at the gala tonight. And all of your outfits have been received and placed in uh, in the closets of the rooms of your choosing in the penthouse. Uh, here are your uh, your keys. Um, uh, my name is uh, Velina. If you need anything, um, uh, please enjoy your stay. Thank you so much, Velina, and Oblin tips her ten gold. Oh, um, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And she kind of, like, takes it and, like, slips it into, like, a uh, somewhere behind the counter, um, but not into her pocket. So uh, she kind of, like, bows and allows you guys to go. Um, as you guys reach the penthouse, it is a whole floor. There is a full kitchen, full dining room, full living room, and... Uh, five bedrooms. Um, each one, as you choose your bedroom, your outfit that was sent with tra- from Travis is in the closet and prepared for you to wear to the gala. Um, about three hours later, 
you are expected to be dressed and ready for the gala. You each um, you each have your own carriage taking you to the gala. Um, as you pull up, there is um, uh, uh, as you pull up, there are crowds of people um, obviously who cannot get in um, but are just as excited to see the champions enter in. Um, first to enter is um, uh, is Riona, then Rainer, then Caliver with Avarin next to him, um, and then Opalin to walk in. Um, so as uh, Riona, as you walk into the gala, please describe your outfit. Okay. So, Rihanna's hair is curled and pulled back into an elegant updo. A gold vine with white flowers weave through her hair and match the curls and twists within the updo. Purposely loose strands frame her face. The jewelry that she adorns matches her hairpiece. The gold vines with small white roses with diamond centers dangle from her ears, rest against her collarbone, and drape over her left wrist. Her hands are paint. Her hands are free of any rings, but her nails are painted black with the sharp tips dipped in gold. Her golden eyes almost seem to glow with bronze and the gold eyeshadows she wears. The winged eyeliner accents the natural shape of her eyes and highlights her natural long, dark lashes. The red wine color of her lips made her smile that she adorns even brighter. The gown itself rests off her shoulders, flowing down to long poet sleeves. The sleeves split above her elbow, draping down around her arms to a point. The dark fabric, the fabric as dark as night, hugs her the curve of her hourglass frame from her waist it cascades to the floor, pulling around her. It is broken only by a single slit that starts midway up her thigh, dividing the fabric like a boulder parts river. Golden vines grow from where the slip begins, flowing the, following the curve of her body as they move up the front of her dress. From the vines bloom white roses that adorn the top of the gown, breaking away only to for the deep sweetheart cut. The vines that grow up the back near those in the front, divided by the silvery white ribbon that holds the corset lace back together. The shoes that are shrouded by the length of the dress share the same dark shade. The only color comes from the heels. The golden vines, like those of the dress, sneak up the heel. Small white roses with diamond centers bloom from the vines. The modestly fierce paladin has bloomed into a goddess. Oh, Take inspiration for that. Oh my god. Thank you. Oh my god, bitch. Okay. Um <laughs> on your arm is Alvish. Alvish stands next to you at about six four in height. Um his hair allowed to be in cultivated curls instead of slicked back like it was the way that uh, when you met him. Um his jacket is black with gold and white adornments to go with the vines and roses on your uh, dress. His pants are a mid 
midnight blue, like the darkest midnight blue you can think of. Um, and they lead down to a, um, a heeled dress shoe that goes up to about his ankle um, with gold vines all over them. Um, he proudly walks in on your arm and behind you is, uh, I believe I said Rainer is next. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Rainer is wearing for his feet uh, very leather-like type boot type things, but ending half halfway up the leg. And the front are open so that he his claws, like, kind of like mm-hmm. uh, those gloves with the, where the fingers yes. are open at the top. Yeah. So his claws can go through. He's then wearing uh, w- uh, very light white pants with blue uh what are they called like um embroidery mm-hmm. along the side he then has a very puffy white shirt that has frills along the the ends of the sleeves as well as along the, around the neck and is wearing a blue vest uh over that with uh silver uh, buttons and uh, again embroidery as well. Okay. He then also above that has a half cape that kind of like uh, covers the left, uh, the right side of his his right arm basically, so that uh, the cape kind of wraps around the right side of him and then just bends into like a uh, just a thread holding it together on the left side kind of thing. Okay, awesome. And he also, I would like to say, uh, have etched one of his runes into one of the buttons. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, that is great. And uh, you would get inspiration if you already didn't have it, because inspiration does not stack. Um, oh, wait. I'm also rocking the sunglasses. I need to <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I wear my sunglasses at night moment. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, on your arm is Sayla. Uh, her blue skin matches um, the blue of your outfit. She is wearing a um, a puffy, long-sleeved, off-the-shoulder dress um, to match your shirt, but it slims it it puffs around her, the upper part of her torso, but slims and is skin tight at the bottom and uh has the same mid-thigh slit as um Riona's dress does though the adornments and embroideries are also a silver color um to match to your outfit uh and also uh it adorns this symbol of Nuna on the embroideries uh as a um as a veneration to the goddess. Um, and after that, uh, walks in Caliver and Avaran. Caliver, please describe your outfit. Um, I think I'm just wearing like uh, your standard kind of black tuxedo, uh, a red shirt. Uh, the tuxedo does have like a golden floral print up the, uh, uh, I think they're called lapels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely do have, like, the little flower thing in the shirt pocket. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I'm going to have my hair tied back, uh, but covering 
the, the one side of my face is a large uh, flower or rose. Um, I do also still have that guitar or lute. Uh, I have now decorated it with some macaroni. Awesome. Uh, and I have cast the spell Distort Value on it. Awesome. Which doubles its perceived value. Cool. Um, take inspiration uh, for the flower covering the half of your face. I really did not expect that. <laughs> Avaran, if you would so kindly uh, explain what our friend is wearing. Or I think Avaran has stepped away for a second. Um, so we, that leads us to, uh, Madam, Madam Opalin. If you would so please describe what the Princess of Aquina is wearing as she enters the gala. Opalin's hair is tied back into her signature ponytail. But instead of just coming straight down in the soft waves that it usually has, there are very voluminous, resembling almost like the crest of an ocean wave as it breaks, just cascading down her back. Uh, on, top of her on top of her head rests a small tiara made of small white pearls starting at the sides of her head that gradually increase in size to the top of her head where they fade into a soft pink. Uh, the pearls are wrapped in silver and in between each one is a small diamond. Her eyeshadow is a soft, glittery orchard pink that blends into a darker mulberry. A thin black line with a small wings makes it for her eyeliner and her lips are a matte mauve. Her nails are long and cut in a coffin shape painted in the same shade of orchid as her eyes, with silver glitter along the sides, making it look like the pink ends in a sharp point. The ball gown that she wears is a dark, almost murky blue-green, reminiscent of the deep waters of her ocean home. The top has a sweetheart neckline and small off-the-shoulder sleeves that glitter when they catch the light. The skirt of the dress is made of cascading tulle ruffles that ombre to almost black at the bottom. And along the ruffles, starting at the hemline and crawling up towards her waist, are glittering tendrils of seaweed, uh, giving off the appearance of moving in a gentle current when she walks. While not shown, the click of her pink heels can be heard. There is stiletto with thin straps across her toes and two more crossing at her ankles. They're embedded with tiny pink diamonds, and the only jewelry she's wearing is her rainbow scallop necklace. And next to her, is Travis. He's almost shirtless, save for a few strands of pearls draping older, over his shoulders and falling over his chest. Over the shoulders rests a cape held together with another thin strand of pearls, and it starts at his shoulders as a bright white, fading to a pale blue, to a medium blue, to a dark blue-black. And as it moves, the colors themselves seem to shift, resembling the push and pull of a tide on the shore. His pants are a deep blue, the same as the end of his cape, and when the light hits it correctly, there's a pattern of ocean waves outlined in a fine glitter. 
his boots come up to his knees, <laughs> hugging his legs, his legs tightly and fading down toward dark brown like wet sand. He almost looks as if he himself is rising out of the water. Opalin. <sighs> Take inspiration. <laughs> For your outfit. <laughs> and take a D6 that you can add to <laughs> any roll for Travis's outfit. Y'all, I was not expecting that. Dear <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Your> God! <laughs> um, Don't give me a fashion challenge! Opalin. Spotlight just drops on Opalin. As, as you walk in and you turn around to everybody being in and applauding you guys entering, there's almost a unanimous gasp as somebody enters after you. Dream. Would you please describe what your character is wearing? He is wearing a kind of like a kind of a patchwork woven coat that goes down to about mid knee. It looks like it's seen better days, um, but it's still nice enough to almost pass for the occasion. He's wearing a very similar pant in color. Um, if you look closely, you might notice little threadbare patches as well. Um, adorned across his neck are very long, ornate necklaces. Um, he's got jewelry up his uh, on his both hands. Um, and right now, at this present moment, he is wearing a hood. So you may not be able to see his face. Um, a man shrouded in mystery. Yes. <laughs> um, you all are staring at this man walking in after Opalyn made her grand entrance, and everybody's frozen, unsure of who he is and why he's here. You see. One person step forward. Opalyn, you would know this person as... Give me one second. Um, uh, you would know this person as... Um, as Beleria... Uh, just Beleria. That's what she's called. Um... She was the mother of Winter. One of the finalists in the competition. And Valeria looks at this man and says, Why have you come back here? Oh, do not ask the questions that you don't want to know the answer to. Why should I be answering you right now? Perhaps because I'm your mother. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you've acted like it. I'm here for Ash. Who? 
<sighs> Any kind of size. It's like, oh, God. Should have known. Look, I, I really shouldn't. I didn't come here to answer to you. I've come to look for my father. <laughs> Your father? Last I saw, he was running off. Mm, sounds like something you two have in common. I've been here all along. And you know that. <laughs> well... Could have taken a moment or two to seek out your own son. Perhaps. Hmm. If my son was worth anything. And as she says that, you um you hear somebody like do like a loud clap and say, All right, all right, enough. <laughs> this is not a gala for your family issues, but it is for our chosen. I am Valdora Zeliana. The head chairman of the council. I would like to get this party started, but one of our cha one of our council people is not here. Opalin, I would hope that you could find your father for me, and perhaps your friends could help. Anything for you, Uncle Val. Thank you, darling. Um, he was last seen about the outskirts of the Capitol building. Um, I would suggest searching there first. Probably out back. Um, hopefully you can find him fast because we have a lot of events for tonight. Um, and he kind of, like, leads you guys to, like, another exit where you won't be crowded by people. Um, and it leads into, like, a back garden. Uh, if you wouldn't so mind, give me a perception check. Uh, Dream, if you followed, you are more than welcome to give this perception check also. He definitely followed. He's in for the drama. Okay. Let's see. 17 plus 7. Okay. Uh, I got a sexy six. Nice. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> makes sense that Opalin would spot her father immediately. Um, as you guys walk out, Opalin, you see this frightened man of frightening stature hunched over, punching somebody repeatedly in the face. Uh, and hear him saying, I swear to God, I told you if you ruin this night for my daughter, it'll be permanent repercussions. And the person that he's punching isn't even answering, and you can tell that they're unconscious. Uh, he turns around, uh, like, kind of like wipes his fists with uh, a cloth throws it to the side, and puts on his white gloves. He is in full military garb. He has a, um... Uh, he has... Let me... One second. I have a picture of him. Um... He has an eye patch on, and a rather stern 
face. Uh, this man standing before you is Callus Aquanath, Opalin's father. He says, Oh, my little polywog, welcome home. And Opalin, like, just runs and, like, flings herself at him in a big hug. <laughs> uh, he laughs and, uh, catches you, and he then realizes you're here. That means the gala's starting. That means he's late. That means Val's gonna be upset with him. Oh, we should all get inside. Um, the head councilman does not like when events start late this is my fault i apologize let us go oh he made a big announcement daddy you are in so much trouble <laughs> oh no oh uh let us get inside and start the festivities shall we i shall introduce myself once it is begun um because a friend of opalins are, fr are friends of mine uh and he leads you all back inside and val smiles as you all walk back in uh, and he just goes, Ah, Callus, darling, wonderful for you to join us. Now, to start off the evening. This evening is to celebrate and mourn. We shall start with the announcements of the mourning of our six great finalists. Well, five. We have one here with us. Or we wouldn't have somebody for the, the Awakening, am I right? Um, Opalin kind of shrinks into herself a little with this announcement. Um, Not expecting this. Yes. As you all um, are standing there next to Callus, um, let me give a brief description of him. Uh, he has about shoulder-length hair. Uh, he is of the same skin um, color as Opalin. He is a uh, lightish blue-gray color. Um, he has bright blue eyes, um, a full beard, and a scar going down his one eye to where his eye patch is. Um, and he stands there confidently next to his daughter as... Uh, Valdora makes this announcement. Um, the first person you see come up on the screen is a orange tabby tabaxi with blue eyes. Um, underneath it uh, is the name Cold Morning of Winter of the Rainbow Sky Clan. Uh, he makes the announcement. Everybody takes a moment of silence. Um, Dream, you recognize this as your half-sibling who competed in the competition for the Awakening. He kind of lets his eyes run over her and he kind of recognition sparks in his eyes. He kind of scoffs in con contempt at the appearance of her. Um, <sighs> Family reunion. Just what I always wanted. Yes. The next one to appear 
is a red tiefling with short, slicked-back hair and piercings. And underneath it, it says, Royal. Um, you hear people murmuring, and and there's a moment of silence, and they move on to the next one. You see a, um, a visage that is almost close to being as pretty as Opalin, with short, almost shoulder-length, um, bluish-purple hair. Um, it's hard to see with the hair uh, what her ears are. She could either be a, um, a Triton or a Sea Elf, but she is some sort of aquatic being. Um, and under it, it says, uh, it says Nareen Liari. Uh, there is another moment of silence. Uh, the next person to come up is a darker skinned elvish woman with red curly hair and a smile upon her face, and underneath it reads the name, uh, Lorabelle Favirn. Um, and there is a longer moment of silence, and, um, Opalin, as you're standing there and this picture comes up, Callus does grab your hand. And holds it. She squeezes it so tightly she could feel his knuckles rubbing against each other. Um, and the final picture to show is a Triton man with short hair standing with a serious face on looking a little older than Opalin with the name Kolos Aquanath first runner up under it uh Opalin chokes back a sob and within that moment you hear a shrill cry come from the crowd. And it's a Triton woman who resembles Opalin a little bit. As she stands before everybody and points at Opalin and says, even though you are my daughter, I can never forgive you for murdering my son. And with a snap of Baldora's fingers, your mother is taken out of the room. And Valdora 
stands in front of everybody and says, <clears throat> I do apologize for the interruption and that wild accusation. Those who signed up for the competition knew what was coming and knew that they could die. It is not our fault, though a strong fighter, Kolos lost to his sister. Now for the fun part. And he claps his hands and a table behind him is uncovered and you see vials of different color. Uh, he says, on this table are potions of seven different colors. There are green, gold, purple, pink, red, black, and teal. What they do, I will not say. You'll have to drink and find out. Though, none of them will be deadly. I promise you that. This is the fun part of the gala. Now enjoy the rest of your night. I shall be around. But first, I would like to personally meet our Chosen. Uh, and he walks over to you guys. And he just goes, Whew, okay, well that is over. Callus, darling, would you mind getting our friends a round of beverages? Uh, and Callus like squeezes your hand open and looks at him and goes, of, of course, head councilman, I shall be right back. And he goes off to um, get drinks for all of you. And open. this is the first time you've ever seen your father obey somebody. Uh, but Valdora looks at all of you and smiles, and he goes, hmm, a strong, a strong group. Though, I thought there was seven of you. But it looks like there's just five, and this one that's scraggling along to see the tea, perhaps. As he looks at you, Dream. So, I take it these are the Chosen. The five of you are the Chosen, as I can see. Um, it is nice to see somebody of regal stature presenting themselves to the world uh, as someone from Morganthi. And it is wonderful to see one of my cousins in the mix, too. As he looks at you, Riona. I'm sorry, Councilman. C cousins? I didn't know I had a family. Well, I can tell a child of my aunt by the look of it nowadays. You know my mother. Yes. It's your mother's the goddess, the great earth goddess, Nuna. Did you not know this child? What? what? Riona starts, like, just kind of, like, starts shaking. And, um, 
puts her hand over her mouth and um, takes a moment and kind of tries to catch her breath. Before she looks at him and says, I, I didn't even know my mother's name. Well, I, uh, that's not, it's not unusual for one of our kind to not know one of our parents. I was excited because I had heard that there was two of my cousins traveling with your party, but since I just get to meet one, that is fine enough. Two. Oh, um, yes, uh, Madam Noctley from Sagirn, I believe. She is the daughter of the god of death, Kaisis. Did she oh. not ever share that with any of you? She and, um, Kaivalia are, uh... The marked one, yes. They had to depart for reasons... They were not clear on, but for personal reasons. Um, and we weren't able to learn that about them. Uh, I. That would have been nice to know. But um, can't change the past now. Um, it's lovely to meet you, cousin. I'm glad to know I have family. <laughs> yes, and if you... Hmm, you're this age and your mother hasn't reached out to you. That is... That's quite odd, but... Perhaps now well, that you know, it'll be easier for you to reach out. Th thank you. Um, but, please, enjoy the refreshments. Please partake in our game. Um... And enjoy the night. Use tonight to get your names out and to have fun. Perhaps gain alliances and make yourself stronger in ways. There's a lot of important people here. I shall be about the, the floor and making sure that our guests are enjoying themselves. Um, so if you do need me, please find me. Absolutely. We will uh, not hesitate to find you. Enjoy the night, my friends. Uh, and he walks away as uh, as Callus walks back. Um, I, I'm totally going to hesitate to find him. Uh, as Callus walks back Absolutely. to um, find you guys, and he has six uh, he has six drinks in his hands, like three in each hand, and like hands them off to you guys. Um, and he's like, so, I am Callus Aquanath, chairman of the seat for Aquana, and also the reigning king of Aquana. You are all friends of my daughters. Correct. Yes. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, please, call me Callus. No need for sir or anything like that. Um. Of course, Callus. Um, I, I am Riona of Farius. It's a pleasure. She uh, spoke so highly of you. Of the criminal's country. I'm glad to see you look nothing like your country <laughs> is described. Thank you. Uh, back home, I uh, had the title of the Savior in Silver. I uh, was a bit of a pal. Oh, I am a paladin. 
um, I try to do my best to clean up where I could. It is good to know that that country can produce something good. Um, uh, Opalin, do you need a moment or are you okay? Um, Opalin has not moved from the spot that she was in during uh, the entire uh, morning uh, showcase. <laughs> um, she has kind of like feeled herself after her mother's outburst, like shoulders back, head high, but is kind of seemed unaware of things going on around her, but as soon as uh, her father asks if she needs a minute, she looks up at him and, like, she knows that he knows that she's upset with what just happened. But she just takes a breath and she says, I need a new entrance. And then proceeds to cast druid self, uh, Druidcraft on herself. And uh. what appears to be waves appear at her feet and circle up around her until she's completely covered and disappears from view. And after a moment, they crash down <laughs> around her and she is now in a light pink dress that is uh, completely sleeveless. Uh, <laughs> it has an iridescent sheen to it that makes it shift between a light pink, purple, and blue depending on how it's hit. Uh, the hemline and the neckline both have a scalloping edge to it, and the boning of the top makes it appear as if it's a clamshell. That's better. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> um, wow. Callus um, smiles and looks at you. Well, it's good, because the council has gifts for the Chosen. So if you would follow me, I shall present those to you. Oh, jeez. I already got a gift. Um, uh, and he leads you to a room, and on a table are items. He walks over and grabs a... Um, uh, he grabs, like, a almost cloak-like thing, uh, and hands it to Riona and says uh, Madam Riona, this is the uh, the glamour weave. Um, while wearing this clothing, um, you can create a moving illusory pattern um, and you can also <clears throat> um you may also have it have harmless flames around it. Um, and when you make any kind of uh, performance check, I'm saying this, not him. Uh, when you make any kind of performance check while wearing this, um, you can uh, add a d4 um, to the roll. Uh, but you can't use that until the next dawn after that. Yeah. Um, uh. And then he goes to uh, 
uh, Rainer. And Rainer, he gives you a... this. It's a cylindrical rod. Uh, and he says, this, when activated, will not move. And you may add the immovable rod uh, to your inventory. Alright. Um, he goes to Caliver and hands you a pair of cufflinks. And he said, this shall work with your incorporeal form. Uh, and when you wear these, uh, you get a plus two to armor when you wear them. You may add the ghostly cuff of armor uh, to, or um, you can, like, I believe I made it an item. You may add it if it shows up. If not, I will give it to you after uh, tonight's session. But when wearing it, you will get a plus two to armor. I wear them as earrings. Cool. It doesn't matter as long as you wear them. Um, for uh, Avaran, he produces a um, he produces a uh, set of um, almost like a pan pipe. That's not what they're called. Uh, what is what are they called? Um. Pan flute. Pan flute. There we go. Thank you. You're um, and gives it to uh, Avaran, even in fox form. He wraps it around his neck. Um, uh, and any rats, when you are attuned to this item, ordinary rats or giant rats are indifferent towards you and will not attack you unless you threaten or harm them. Uh, it also has three charges. It takes an action to play these, um, uh, but you can use a bonus action to call forth a swarm of rats, uh, and that has three charges, and you regain 1d3 expended charges at uh, dawn. Um, so you can add that to your inventory, or I will after this session. Uh, and then he comes to you, Opalin. Uh... My darling daughter, I have purchased the equine creature you've requested. You got my unicorn? <laughs> and I had this necklace made for you. Once per day, you may summon your unicorn as a steed and use it. But I have yeah. But that is from that is from the council. I have one more gift from me. Unfortunately I need your trident to do it. Absolutely not. I knew you were going to say that. You may borrow mine until I can have this done. No. <laughs> you don't want your trident enchanted? I don't want mother touching it. She won't touch it. Take my word. 
She has no clue I'm doing this. If I find out... Valdora's the one enchanting it. Okay. Fine. Um, and he, ta <laughs> he takes your trident and... Uh, or he'll have Travis send your trident to Valdora. Because I don't think it's here. Um, and Travis could have it in his bag of holding. Actually, you're right. He does. So he will take it to Valdora, and Valdora will put it in his bag of holding. Um, and, so many bags of holding. Uh, and that is all of your magical items that you have gotten from this council. Uh, you guys enter back out into the party. Um, and who does anybody choose to partake in the uh, the potions? Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Tell me. We'll start with Rainer first. <sighs> Tell me what what color you choose. So we can only choose one color. Uh, you're for your first okay, one. I would like to choose the teal one, please. The teal one. Awesome. Uh, you take this potion and you drink it, and it. You don't really feel anything happen um but my friends as you watch rainer rainer looks goes from looking like you know a three foot tall kobold I will. to a six foot tall human man rainer has drinking drinking has drank a potion of seeming. Ah. So for the next eight hours, you will look like a six-foot-tall human man. Okay. Um, but you don't know that unless somebody tells you. Right. I still think I'm, I'm my normal yes. size. So you just think nothing happened. Okay. Uh, dream. What color do you pick? Oh, I don't know how I will ever choose gold. I would like the gold, please. Gold. Yes. Um, you drink this potion. And you... As somebody who's been around and doing their own thing, you've grown customary to lying to people but you you don't feel anything just yet okay. um Riona did you want to take partake in the potions I do I mean she's already having a bit of a night so why not spice it up a little bit more yes um what were the colors again? So, I know we have gold and teal. Yes, green, purple, pink, red, and black. Okay. I think she's going to go with the black to match her dress. Um, you drink it. Um, nothing. You don't feel as if anything has happened. But when you go to speak and say, oh, nothing happened. You're silenced. 
So for the next hour, you are silenced, and any spells that re require verbal components cannot be cast. Fantastic. Um, I say that, not Mariona. Not Riona. Opalin, Avarin, and Caliber, would you like to partake in the potions? Opalin slams the pink one. The pink one? Okay. Slams yep. um, it. As you are trying to slam the potion bottle back down, you notice that you are moving so much slower no than you actually <laughs> were trying to uh for the next 45 minutes you have the effects of the slow spell on you um caliber would you yeah, like to uh caliber doesn't uh, drink yeah You can still try. You can still try. Well, why would I? Because you've tried every other time somebody's drank in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, Avran, would you like to try one? Avran abstains, but seeing the effect of um, these potions on some of the party members has him concerned. And he realizes that if something were to happen, being in fox form would not be the most useful to protect anyone. So he's going to shift to human form. And it's not as stunning as Opalin's Grand Magical Girl transformation. But in human form, he is now completely naked, with the exception of a bow tie. And, Absolutely. Oh, and your pan flute. Yeah. Uh, and your pipes of the sewer, which is also around your neck. Correct. Oh, which he which he doesn't know how to play, but he'll probably like toot on it yes. a couple times. Um, quick note: this is the first time that Riona has seen Avarin in human form and did not know he could turn into a. <laughs> <laughs> My boy's sexy. <laughs> She's silent and can't say anything. <laughs> just, just waving her arms frantically, like this is too much. <laughs> Um, yeah. Rainer is overwhelmed. We'll drink another potion. No, no. Keep it up, Rainer. Hell yeah. No. Um, chug, chug, chug. <laughs> uh, yes. <For> stand. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, um, do you guys all want to stay as one group, or do you want to... Actually, you know what? Dream is standing here, and no one, none of you have talked to him. So... Riona can't talk to him. That is true. <laughs> Opalin's afraid to talk to him. Uh, oh, right. Makes sense. Cool. He's, like, standing there trying to figure out, like, what did this potion do to me? <laughs> did it make me hotter? <laughs> He's trying to sit here just, like, looking at his hands and everything. Are you having a bad trip? I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm fine. And with um, that, you know... Dream, as you say, uh, I'm fine, uh, your words get mixed up into, no, I'm pretty anxious because I don't know what this potion did to me, uh, and you realize that you drank a potion of truth. So for the next oh, hour, you fuck. can't say anything but the truth. 
And well, as though this day couldn't get any better. <laughs> well, it's like since I'm telling the truth and I've had a whole ass family reunion anyway, and he just kind of takes out his take pulls on his hood to reveal his full half tabaxi form in all its glory. He's got two ears on the top of his head. Uh, he's got black and white hair resembling that of a tuxedo cat. And uh, his uh, his green eyes kind of look over at everyone. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. Party. Enjoy yourself. Um, it's... I can I can try. <laughs> I'm always down to try to play music. Yeah. Do it. Riona, as this conversation's going on, can you give me a perception check? Uh, can I also try and perceive like a, a, a piano or something? Yeah, give me a perception check also, yep. Yeah. This perception check help me find somebody to reverse this? <laughs> no. Damn it! Uh, I got an eight, a very sexy eight. An eight, an eight is actually enough. Oh, it's a sexy eight, so it was enough. Yes, I'll get an eight. You, you need a, you needed a seven to hear this. Oh God! Um, you hear someone like kind of right by you go. You know, I heard Opalyn's hair isn't even her real hair. I heard she wears extensions all the time. Uh, and people are snickering and, like, moving about and spreading that to other people. Um, whoever said that, can Riona kind of walk up to them? Yeah, they're kind of looking at you like, oh, a chosen one is walking up to me. Hi, I'm Valerie. And it's, like, this, like, human girl that's, like, shorter than normal humans, but she's not, like, a dwarf or a halfling. She's just really short. Okay. So Riona is going to point and be like, do, like, you know, motion, like, I can't talk. Um, like, potion. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, like, the, like, drinking, like, eh. Uh, she'd be like, um. Uh, she's going to, like, kind of pantomime this. I'm so she's happy you chose the black potion. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to point to herself, and then she's going to point to her ear. And she's going to point to her, and then she's going to point to her mouth. And then she's going to tug at her hair. Uh, she blushes and walks away from you. Uh, Riona's going to grab her arm. Gently. And kind of pull her back. Like, mm, we're not done with this conversation yet. And um, <laughs> she's going to go. Uh, she's going to go like you. Like point at her. And she's going to go like kind of like the, like you know, like the. You know, like, like, you know around her neck, like, cut it out, kind of, like, like the silence that. You and see, she's gonna be, like... She, her, like, her, like, head, like, kind of, like, juts back, and she's, like, okay, yeah, I, um, uh, mm -hmm. And then Rihanna's gonna give her a smile, and then, like, pulls her in for, like, that friendly fake hug, and then pats her on the back, and sends her away. As she's walking away, Avrin trips them. Uh, she stumbles over you, and... <laughs> Walks away. The, no pants. Dick out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so brave. So bold. <laughs> uh, this is like the first moment, Opalyn, you're like, oh my god, Avrin would fit in here. He's so bold with his fashion statements. 
I think Riona's just staring at him like, you can human? <laughs> you um, can human. <laughs> Rainer, give me... Get, you oh, give me a 14, a, a 14. Oh, yeah, there's a piano like across the room. Alright, I'm gonna go play that piano. Awesome. Uh, if, if Dream wants to come join me. Awesome. Um, actually, Caliber, while you go over to the piano, you give me another perception check. Lord save me. <laughs> uh, 18. 18. Um, you hear another person um, whispering, uh, and they say, Oh my god, I heard that the champions, like, three of them, like, specifically Riona, Rainer, and Caliver are dating. Though I heard they're quite happy together. Dating? <laughs> <laughs> are you dating? <laughs> are you dating? This is the wrong person to give this rumor to. <laughs> It's oh. too late. It's canon. I said it. <laughs> uh, while Caliver mulls that over, Rainer, you give me a perception check. I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rainer adjusts his sunglasses. Let's see what we hear. Uh, oh my God! Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, you hear a guy go. You know. I've heard that, uh, you know, Riona, the one from Farius, I heard she's not even a half-orc. I heard she's three goblins with a, gr a glamour on them. Uh, and continue his conversation. Uh, Riona. And then, Rainer, you hear the, um, the other guy go, yeah, and I heard that Rainer guy wants to have godly reign over prostitution. Not that. <laughs> Um, Rainer is going to ignore the second one and just stare at Riona, <laughs> questioning everything he has ever known. Um, she's going to stare back because he's a human right now, and she's so concerned because two people who are not human are now human, and she is just not having a fun time. Um, Avaran, give me a percept or uh, actually. I'll come back to you. Dream, as you're walking with Caliber, give me a perception check. Rolling now. It's coming. He's just taking his time looking around. Honestly, looking for an exit. Because he doesn't know who the fuck these people are. We got ourselves a 24. Oh, shit. Fuck. Uh, great. Uh, as you're walking... You um, catch a name that you uh, have just learned, and once I find this rumor, I will say it, because I forgot to copy it into my notes, um, like an idiot. Uh, there we go. Um... You hear uh, somebody go, you know, I've heard that, like, the fox guy, Avarin, has a human form. I've heard that his human form isn't actually human. And, like, his skin is still fur. Like, no one really knows what he looks like in human form. Uh, and they just continue talking. The other guy turns and says, um, 
Yeah, you know, I also heard that uh, that guy Rainer's scales can be used to cure illnesses. I wonder if he'll give us one. Um, and you keep walking. Um, Opalin, you give me a perception check. All right, here we go. Okay, cool. Uh, 17? 17. 17. Uh, as you're standing there, you hear someone go, Yo, you know, I've heard that that guy Caliver lip-syncs his songs. Like, everybody says it. Like, there's no way he can perform that good every time. Uh, and you hear uh, the girl he's talking to... She goes, yeah, and obviously, Opalyn's wearing knockoff shoes. Definitely not designer. Um, and they continue talking. Say that to my face. Uh, oh, uh, what? I said, say that to my face. Say what to your face? You know what I'm talking were you about, you fucking were bitch. You, were you listening in on our conversation? I don't have to listen in when you're screaming it to the whole room. You know, I love your pajamas, by the way. Mm. I can have you thrown out. As if. I mean. And Cal does lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brutal. It is. Uh, she looks at you. <laughs> She looks at you and she's like, well, before I get kicked out, like you say, um, I heard that also your ex-friend, since he's not here, so he probably left you because you look like a loser. Um, your friend Kaivalya, I heard he's like a sexual lover and he's wild. And he does this thing with a pan flute and zucchinis. Do you know anything about that? No, that's just bullshit. Mm. Sounded interesting. I'm sure it was bullshit. All you chosen look like losers. Uh, whatever. And she leaves. Oh, I Can just love her the smell of jealousy. Oh, yeah. She falls flat on her... Actually, I will give her a dex roll. Uh, that's a nat one. She falls flat on her face. She did what I wanted her to do anyway. Uh, Beautiful. And she's like, oh, you guys suck! Yeah, um, that's why we're going to be gods, and you're going to be here on uh, the floor. Caliber, Caliber, give me that performance check. <laughs> oh no! Nat twenty. Nat twenty. Yes, <laughs> the perfect time for a nat twenty. Please. I was really hoping it was going to be a one. Oh my god! Please describe your performance for us. Oh lord! He's going to debunk the uh rumor the song is definitely some kind of like like pop disco classical awesome oh god oh, what can i do on the piano you know I, I i'm playing like the piano and then like i walk away from the piano and the piano is like still playing music and i start strumming on the the the, the uh, priceless macaroni guitar i got yes <laughs> god he's haunted the piano <laughs> and, like, i under pressure Wide casting uh, uh, enthrall on the whole room so everyone likes the music. Yes. They're clapping and screaming. Um, as this performance is going on, Riona, give me one more perception check. All right. 
Aw, the five. A five? Yeah. Um, you, it's, it's not enough to hear this conversation. Um, who is by Riona? Is it still, like, Rainer, Avran, and Opalyn? I'm still by those drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, same. Okay. So is Dream. I'm hanging out. Awesome. Uh, anybody who's there can give me a perception check also. Adjust the sunglasses. Let's do it. 21. 16. 21, 16. Ooh. I have to do math real quick. Uh, it's 15 plus 7. Cool. Uh, I cannot perceive. You guys all hear this. Uh, you hear somebody goes, you know, I heard that... Uh, that Noctly girl from Sagirn, I heard that she left because it got found out that she stole a rare unicorn from a seller and to like sell it to a collector for four times the amount and charges people to visit the conservation. Like, that shit's meant to be free. That's fucked up. I can understand why she left being the chosen. And the other guy goes, yeah, and that guy that walked in after Opalyn really didn't steal the show like I thought he would. But, like, I heard that, like, him and his brother do some weird fucked up shit. Like, I've, I've heard that his brother's, like, a maniac and just, like, kills people for fun. Wait, who who were they referring to with that rumor? I think it was Dream and They were referring to is Dream and his brother. Okay. Is Dream present during this? Did Dream walk away from the potions? No, I don't Dream think so. I think playing the music. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm hanging out. I'm like trying to like vibe so along. Dream thinks he knows how to play music. Dream, you can give me a performance check if you want to try to perform something. Um, heck yeah, I'd like to perform. Since I'm not hearing this rumor, I'm just gonna sing my little heart out, because... Is my performance so good that the people who said that rumor that I lip-sync, like, they're moved to tears? Uh... Now, like, die-hard fans? The, the guy who was talking to the girl, the girl left and after falling on her face. The guy's looking up at you with stars in his eyes and, like, rips his shirt off and is waving it around like a, a fucking towel. Give him a little wink. He faints. Uh, so I got a performance five. Five? Um, it's pitchy. It's getting there. Pitchy! Uh, I think with a little bit of work with Caliber, you'll be able to get there. Um... That's raw natural talent, baby. <laughs> so, um, as you guys, as Caliber's performing, uh, Valdora walks up to you guys and goes, how are you all enjoying the party? Did you try our potions? Yeah, they don't work. Um, <laughs> uh, as I see a human standing in front of me, and you sound like the kobold that was here before, I would take that you drank the potion of seeming. Prater looks at his hands like, oh. Do I still look good? <laughs> you looked better as a lizard, my dear. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, he smiles and goes, well, there's dancing and everything else. And we have another announcement to make. 
Which, speaking of, I should make now. And he claps his hand and everybody turns around. And he goes, as is tradition, or not tradition, sorry. We are adding a new seat to the council. As it is felt, the our companions that live in these waters bordering Morganthi feel that there is not enough representation with just our councilman, Callus. Uh, he, you see, uh, open. Give me a uh, an insight check on Valdora as he says that. So, uh, actually, real quick before any of this happens. Opalyn's still really pissed about that knockoff comment. And so she's just gonna be like, knockoff? I'll fucking show you knockoff. She cast Druid self on herself again. Uh, <laughs> Druid oh, cast on herself again. <laughs> Another fucking... But... <laughs> and instead of waves this time, she... <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Instead of waves this time, she's surrounded by sea nettle jellyfish. Just a huge swarm of them, like, <laughs> just <laughs> surrounding her entirely. Uh -oh. And when they disperse, she's now in a really tight, clinging mermaid gown that is completely see-through, save for, like, just the slightest little pearlescent sheen to it. And then starting just below, like, her sternum are rows of pearls that come up and cover her chest, and then dip down low over her back to cover her ass, and then come back around up over her hips to save what little modesty she has left now. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm what the fuck? <laughs> I... Can can they see her? Like, oh yeah, no. Damn. All right. This is a show. Okay. Yeah. Um, James, like everybody looking at you know? everybody looking at Opalyn, <laughs> give me a roll for like horniness. <laughs> Oh, I want to fail this role. <laughs> you can willingly choose to fail. Because <laughs> yeah. that's fourteen. Not. not having pants is not serving Avrin very well right now. <laughs> uh, Avrin, you for the first time ever, another like sapient being has piqued your interest. <laughs> besides <laughs> when besides when Caliber gave you jerky. Uh, that's an 18 for an 18 dream <laughs> dream you're just like nice i like to think he's playing the piano it's just like discordant like piano yes <laughs> um yeah anyway uh you said insight right yes insight <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Such a harsh cut to this. <laughs> I... That's only a 12. <laughs> a 12? That's enough to see... Valdora looks at your dad with a different look than he looks at anybody else he regards. Like... You know your Uncle Val to have a very heavy look. Like, a very... Almost glare-like look. But when he talks to your dad or refers to your dad, that look is gone. And it's soft. And 
charming, which is something like you know your uncle is charming, but this kind of charming you've never seen before from your uncle. So it perplexes you a little bit. Um, and as you're looking at him, you hear him say, I'd like to introduce the new council member, Alacri Vaughn. Uh, and as you are watching, um, a sea elf walks up, uh, dressed in a long black and gold cloak, um, with a dancing wave pattern over it. Um, and followed behind him to the right is a face that you recognize, Riona. Adeline is standing behind his father. Behind him, you say you see a six foot four sea elf with long black hair tied back, gold eyes and black irises with ornate ink tattooed on his forehead for tonight in the so in the shape of a uh, circlet. He has two swords upon his back, a, a smirk, and gold-rimmed glasses on his face. He looks directly at you, Riona, and smiles giving you a regard that you have not seen in years. Alakri Vaughn bows to everybody and says, I'm happy to join the Council of Morganthi. Its people are my people. It is nice to have more than one seat represented by those of the sea. I look forward to working together with Kallus and the other council members, and the Chosen, to make this world the way that it should be. I hope you all enjoy the night, and I would also like to introduce my son, Adeline, the Crown Prince. He shall be around if you would like, um, unfortunate ladies. He is betrothed. Um, but I adjourn this to Head Councilman Valdora, for this is a, this is his festivities. Uh, if you have any questions or would like to talk, I will be around on the floor. And Valdora says, thank you, Alacri, um, and Adeline. Um, everybody, that is enough for this announcement. You may go back to enjoying your night. Um, enjoy the gala. Dance. Have fun. Um, and I shall be around. Uh, and Oakland, you're still staring at Val from that insight check. He walks straight over to your father. Oh, she follows. Um, yeah, as you... Uh, before we get to that, uh, Riona... Alvish walks up to you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, and he smiles and he goes, um, would you accompany me to this dance? She smiles and she like points to her throat and makes like a little like uh, he, sign saying she can't speak. He um, 
he chuckles and uh, casts Dispel Magic on you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so, I take it they have a potion of silence at this gala. Yes, which... Not been great for me. <laughs> um, Alvish picks up a green potion and drinks it down. Alvish, what, what are you, what are you doing? Riona, what are your surface thoughts right now? Oh, um, <laughs> I think what she's thinking at this moment, um. Is immediately, if he hadn't come up, she was going to misty step to him. She was going to find him. Because right now in this city of strangers, besides her friends, he is kind of been a safeguard for her. And she feels comfortable around him, even though she barely knows him. He is kind of a comfort. So she was going to go find him and just wants to spend some time with her date. It was someone in the city of strangers and people who just say mean and rude things. He's been such a breath of fresh air. And I think she's thinking, I just need to get away from these, you know, the councilman. I can't be near him. I don't want to do this. This is not the night for this. I'm so scared. I don't know what's going on. I found out my mother's Nuna. I like everything is racing in her mind. She just wants to find that breath of fresh air that she found. As and just kind of cling to him. Um, as you think, like, your mother's Nuna, he has a surprised look on his face. But he smiles and chuckles and he says, Hmm. It, I guess it takes the daughter of a goddess to look like one too. Allow me to distract you from this unfortunate world we live in and brings you to the dance floor and starts dancing with you. No role required. Um, mm -hmm. He leads you in several dances and uses his magic to um, to masquerade you from the outside world to where it's almost like the two of you are dancing alone and nobody's there but the music's playing. Is it still my music playing? It is still your music playing. Um, <laughs> is Dream still helping? So it's still yes. like discordant? Yes. Um, but now we cut to Opalin. As you walk up to the table, Valdora and your father are talking. Your father attempts to look away. But Valdora hooks a finger under his chin to make him look at him. And your dad blushes. Opalin, one hand on her hip, slams her other hand down on the table to get their attention. Uh, your father jumps and Valdora just smiles going, Ah, my wonderful niece. What may I help you with? She just like points back and forth between the two of them. I want to know. Bill. Callus is stammering. You've never seen your father caught off guard or stammer like this. Uh, and Valdora just laughs to himself um, and looks at you and goes, perhaps in the middle of a gala is not the time to talk about this. 
It is boiling and I want in. Tell me. <sighs> My darling niece. I... You know Val is never, like, at a loss for words. Like, the man could talk for days on end. He doesn't know how to tell you this. Um, uh, can Opalyn roll an insight? Yes, roll an insight check. That is the right. perfect time to roll an insight check. That's a nat 20, baby! <laughs> um, on that nat 20, you, oh my God. you immediately see the fire between Valdora and your father. Your father hey. and Valdora are deeply in love. Alright, how long have you two been fucking? Uh, your father, you know that with his blue skin could never turn fully red. But this is the reddest and most uncomfortable you've ever seen your father. Can we play romantic music while this is happening? Fearless whisper, please. Uh, as as yeah. this happens, Caliber changes from his poppy shit to, to careless right whisper. into careless whisper. Um, and Valdora looks at you and is like, um, Opalyn, it's <sighs> it's been happening since before your father and mother married. It's been happening since your father and I were uh um it's been happening since your father and I were um in the armies together when um uh, uh I had this on the tip of my tongue and it stopped um it's it was. How do I explain this? This is hard to explain to a, a woman I've known since she was a child. Um, it's been happening since we were fighting in the wars together. That's really it. Um, but your father had a political obligation to marry your mother, and it never really stopped. And I never really felt bad about it because your mother's a horrible person. But then when they had children, I started feeling bad about it. But then, you know... Val, breathe, Jesus! Uh, I thought how she was raising the kids, I knew your brothers would turn out to be absolute shit stains, and you turned out absolutely perfect and every way, and I've tried to get your father to leave your mother multiple times, but he would never do it, and I don't know how to explain this any further other than, um, yes. Your mother has it's been no going clue. going on since... Of course she doesn't. But you guys are also really obvious. Uh. Well. Yes. No, well, the, the hard thing is, is when you love somebody, it's hard to hide it. So, so leave the room. 
well, when the rumors left, that's when other things happen. But uh, mm. that's, don't need to know that's, that. Much. Sorry, that is beside my point. Oh. Look, can we? Me and your father will meet you at the hotel in the morning and explain this more to you in depth. I don't want to. Not know not like that. Just... No, not like that. But like how this thing became a thing. If you would like to know that story. It is not explicit in nature. Better not be. Well, some parts are. But, I rest my case. I suddenly feel very strange about calling you Uncle Val. (laughs) (laughs) That, I'm kind of grossed out now. Thanks. Sorry. I'm gonna... I'm gonna stop making it so obvious, and she turns around and leaves. <laughs> uh, uh, your father is still like you. Uh, before you leave, you see your father's mouth moving like he wants to speak, but nothing's coming out. Like, I will he, talk to you later, Daddy. He, he just got caught with the biggest secret of his life by his daughter. Um, and uh. Where does Oblin walk off to? Because Riona's dancing. I think Rainer and Avrain are still... Oh, actually, Rainer, uh, Sayla does come up to you and ask to dance. And she's like, oh, you're human. Did you drink a potion? And it did that to you? Yes, I did. Hmm. A little bit of a, of a hindrance, but I still think we can make an amazing night. Yes. Well, um, yes, we can, because... And she dispels magic on you. Nice. <laughs> there, there, there we go. That, that, is, that is my date, not a boring-looking human. Um, but shall we dance? Yes, of course. Uh, and and I, I take her hand, and we, I lead her to the dance floor. Awesome. You guys are dancing. Um, Hell yeah. Oplin, um, Avaran is still over by the table unless he's moved. Uh, Dream is still playing discordantly uh, with um, Caliber. And what would you like to do? Uh, the last thing that <laughs> Oplin wants to do is go talk to Caliber and Dream because she wants to avoid those two as much as she possibly can. Oh, okay. So you go over to so, Avaran. Yep. Cool. Um, Avaran Opalin walks up to you as she had just gone back to over to her father and Valdora. What is Avaran doing? Uh, Avaran's well, still sporting a boner, and he's real uncomfortable uncomfortable <laughs> about it. <laughs> Avaran, honey, there's a bathroom if you want to go take care of that. He doesn't uh, know what that like... means. <laughs> He's never in human form. <laughs> oh, honey. Okay. Um. Hmm. Do you want help? <laughs> he probably doesn't know what that means either. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he's, he's just kind of looking at you quizzically, like, what? Oh. 
Oh dear. Uh... Travis? Yes. Okay, what's happening? My lady. <laughs> oh. Wow. Um. I don't think he knows what to do. Uh. How? You. So. Hmm. So, um. And Opalin is actually just gonna lean in and whisper into Avrin's ear what she's hinting at. Um, I'm not sure he knows how to respond. Travis. <laughs> Travis was not able to hear your whisper. You are lucky. Would you like assistance in getting rid of it? Do you want to get rid of it? It's up to you. If you're offering, then I will accept. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that Jane is where the music we... To something. And that is where we will end our session. <laughs> uh, Amazing. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for episode 9 of Queers and Spears World of Saluna Campaign 1. This was some crazy fucking shit. The fuck? Um, to explain, um, Kaivalia's player and Notley's player ran into some IRL um, scheduling differences. They will not be able to join us for the rest of the campaign. Hopefully we can get them back for other campaigns and stuff, because I do love them dearly, and they are amazing players. Um, we will see you next week for episode 10. We have hit our 10th episode next week. I'm super excited. Um, welcome, Dream, to our cast and our party. Um, I cannot wait to see where the world takes you. Um, and I love all of our viewers, those who view us later on and during the live streams. Uh, we will be on YouTube tomorrow night and on Spotify probably Sunday um, with the new episode if you are late and haven't watched it. Uh, the VOD will be up on Twitch um, after this, uh, so you can rewatch it. Um, we will see you next week and find out what happens between friends. Um, <laughs> goodbye, everybody, and thank you for watching. Um, say goodbye, my gallant godlets. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night.